From Homedale to Salmon River, District 3 has several teams that don't always get their due. Stepping outside the shadows of the SIC, this is the Treasure Valley PrepCast with Logan Green. That's right. It's the Treasure Valley PrepCast, IdahoSports.com, breaking out everything 3A, 2A, 1A in District 3 of the state of Idaho. Brandon Bainey, as always, joined by Logan Green. Logan, are you all recovered from girls' state basketball? Uh, I actually got out of girls' state basketball, as you know, Brandon. So uh, me and Brandon, for those who don't know, uh, me and Brandon were working the 1A D1 tournament together. Had a great day Thursday. It was, um, I mean, that a lot of the games were uh, early, or, you know, over pretty early in that tournament, but it's uh, still a fun day. Uh, cranked out. Um, one full game on Friday, and then my wife texted me and said, it's time to come home. And uh, so I went home mid, about halftime, I think, halftime right of that second game. Was it noted? It was Notice and Wallace. Yeah. Um, I headed out, and uh, later that night, we had our baby girl. So that was a, a fun day, um, a busy day. So, um, you know, I missed out on the championship, but uh, it was a good reason to miss out and, uh, it was fun. We have three boys, so now we have a girl, and everything's going great. You're only one away from your own basketball team, Logan. That's and that's not going to happen. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 be one short, and we'll still win. We'll we'll be okay. Hopefully, they get my my father in law's jeans. He's like uh, he, he's like six. I don't know. He's tall. We have this family picture we took with her family, and they're all there. And then it's like me. Yeah, it looks like I'm standing in a hole, but I'm not. It's just everybody, and then don't, there's me. So hopefully they get their genes, and they're, they're good basketball players. <laughs> no doubt. Well, that's a good transition into what was a good weekend of girls' state basketball action. In terms of what we cover here on this prep cast, I mean, we, we have to start with Cole Valley Christian. We talked about them all year long in the 2A ranks. I thought they were the best team coming into state, even though they were the number three seed on max preps rankings right i I don't know i thought that really gave cole valley an extra chip on their shoulder to really prove that they were the best team and i mean they defeated melba in the semifinals they defeated aberdeen in the championship we never got that grangeville cole valley matchup we wanted to see uh but you know they took on a good aberdeen team and um they they looked like the best team yeah and you know what i i when when we did that that district championship I uh, two weeks ago uh, between Melba and Cole Valley. Melba really they controlled that game from early to the end. And I, I talked to people afterwards and, you know, they're like, well, didn't look good, but I almost wonder if it was good to get it out of the system. Um, last year at state, they, you know, they, they come in high hopes and, and fall flat. And this year you wonder if, if getting that out of the system in districts did them any good, because like you said, they definitely did look like, the best team in the tournament um, really ran away with this thing, including, you know, that, that game they played it, they got the rematch against Melba right in the second round, excuse me, winning that game by 11. So really flipping the script right there and, le- and leaving no doubt. It wasn't like it was a, a really close game. It was, it was pretty much Cole Valley all throughout. I mean, they led by seven at halftime and then, you know, they led by 14 after three quarters, a, they, they had that game in hand on their way to winning a state championship. Yeah, no doubt. Lindsey Krog of Cole Valley was the uh, 
tournament MVP. We we gave out our all tournament teams, all the broadcasters at IdahoSports.com. And for the two A team, Lindsey Krug was the MVP. Thirteen point three points per game, eight point three rebounds per game, two point three assists per game. That's just a fine overall performance. Uh, Ellie Froz, Hadley Froz uh, made the first team for Cold Valley as well on the all tournament squad. And Melba also well represented. Brooklyn Daly was named a defensive MVP of the tournament. She averaged 4.7 steals per game. She had like 10 in one game, I'm pretty sure, over at State, which is just nuts to think yeah, about. Yeah, incredible. And then Kaylee Wilson uh, also made the second team for the all-tournament team for Melba as well. So, um, yeah, n- nothing for Melba to be ashamed of. They fell to Grangeville in that third-place game, so Melba ends up taking fourth from State. But uh, what a great year it was for both Cole Valley and Melba. Oh, definitely nothing to hang your hat head on there. Like you, you get to that point where conference foes are playing in the semifinals and and you know, your conference has had a good year when 50% of the teams left at the end of the day come from your backyard, you know, you've had a good year and you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, but we probably, I I think we're going to see the same thing in two a when, when that time comes around that we're going to see a lot of these same, the same teams, showing up but i just want to give a special you know, shout out hadley frost and and lindsey crow in that state championship game cole valley had 58 points the two of those the two of them had 43 of those 58 just a dominant p- performance on the biggest stage when you needed it to happen right to have 22 and 21 that is you need your best players to show up when it matters and, and not go flat and they showed up and they played very well leading the way um 10 rebounds for crow eight rebounds for frost just just incredible a double double for lindsey crow in that state championship game what else could you want um from your best player right when you really need it to happen and um that that's when you got to do it right there so congratulations to them for winning that state championship First girls basketball championship in school history at Cole Valley Christian. And uh, I don't know if you saw the clip on Twitter, but head coach Matt Beglinger with the uh, I dance did. Moves I'm dancing the in the locker room. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. You can check that out on Twitter um, if you want to see that there. All right. Other girls teams from uh, from this area that did well at state, you know, council at the one AD two tournament got into state with an undefeated record. You know, Logan, there were three teams that came into state for the entire state that had unblemished records and not a single one left undefeated. Mm -hmm. Blackfoot lost in the 4A semis. Butte County lost in the 1A D1 semis. And then Council at least got to their championship game, but they fell to a really good Rockland team. Um, So Council will come home with the second place trophy. Yeah, tough, tough way to end the season for council, but man, they had a, they had a really good tournament they won that first game against tri Valley. So they, again, first round matchup is a familiar opponent. Some people like that. Some people don't, you know, at least, you know, what you're, you're getting into in that first round. And maybe that makes you a little more comfortable, but you saw coming out of the gate after that first quarter, tri Valley actually led that game 10 to nine right after one. And so council, a little slow coming out of the gate. They ended up leading by six at halftime and really, uh, rolled it on in the fourth quarter, winning that quarter 24 to 10. So you look at they won by 20. They win that quarter by 14. Really, when it mattered, they created that separation and pulled away late in that game. Um, but then that state championship, they just ran into Rockland has been cover to cover, one of the best teams in the state all year, regardless of, of classification. And they they really did really well in that state championship. But 
again, nothing to, to hang your head on if you're counsel. A great season. Um, just ran into a, a really good Rockland team. Yeah, Sydney Nichols and Hope Zolman of Council both made the first team all-tournament team. Uh, Isabel Epic made the second team. And for Tri-Valley, Stella Warren made the second team all-tournament team as well. So 1A-D2 was well-represented. 3A girls' state basketball tournament. We had three teams from the Snake River Valley Conference make it. Uh, right away, you had Weezer and Parma play each other, right, in the opening round at State. Yeah, it's crazy how Weezer, you know, and we mentioned this, Weezer came in third in the conference, and they were the highest team to get a bid. Kind of crazy. Um, but, I mean, that, and then Parma goes out and beats them in the first round. It kind of shows you that maybe that was not how it should have been. And I think it also showed what – I can't get the words out of my mouth. Um, Weezer's win in that play-in game over – Timberl or Timberlake showed that we thought that Timberlake was, you know, just, I guess we were going off history. At least I was, you know, saying, Oh, Timberlake is Timberlake. Right. But district three was very good this year and took them down. Um, so you got to say, Hey, maybe district three is, are, are they the conference? Are they the district competing with district six who obviously had two representatives, but are those two now the class of three, a girls basketball? I, I think this year you, you kind of have to, to lean that way uh, based on the results of the state tournament. Yeah. And, and Kellogg went to and out as well as the lone yeah. representative from the North. So, so yeah, so Parma uh, got to the semis Weezer and Fruitland both lost in their first uh, round games, but then they, they ended up meeting up in the consolation final and Fruitland right. won that game. Uh, Parma lost to sugar in the semifinals and then had to turn around and play snake river in the third place game. They lost that as well. But so fourth place, so four, five, six, Parma takes fourth Fruitland takes fifth Weezer takes sixth. And in terms of, uh, all tournament accolades, uh, you saw to Toby Neuer, the point guard for Weezer made the first team, uh, all tournament team. And she was the only district three player to make the first team. And then on the second team, you had uh, Riley Calkins, Austin Harris from Parma, Maddie Shirts from Weezer, Abby Rubido from Fruitland, and then on the honorable mention team, Gracie Huff from Fruitland. Did you see, I think it was the second day, I think it was the loser out game Friday, Rubido from Fruitland had like 32 points, Logan? Yeah, something like that, just unconscious. I remember we have a text chain going between the Idaho sports broadcasters, and they said this is not a typo when uh, reporting in the Abby Rubido stats, just a phenomenal game. I do believe that was in the second round. Um, just what an effort. And, you know, it's funny. I don't know how many times we said her name this season, Brandon, whether it was soccer and she might have, she might have a 35 point game in soccer. I don't, I don't know. I can't, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It seems like it though. Um, she just dominates no matter what part of the field she's on or what sport it is. Um, she just, a, she might be one of the best athletes at the three, a level, um, not just in District 3, but but the entire state, just in terms of, of output and what she's been able to do in soccer and basketball this season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then 1A D1, that's the tournament we were at. Logan Liberty Charter was the eight seed. They went two and out. Um, and then Notice was the conference champion, the sixth seed. They got to the consolation final where they fell to Oakley. So uh, Notice at least played on Saturday. They took home a sixth-place finish. 
Uh, players that made the all-tournament team, Victoria Ortega made the second team all-tournament team. And I kind of filled this out without you, Logan, since you ditched me halfway through I know, the tournament. I'm sorry. I had, to, I, had to have a, I had to go help my wife have a baby. No, that's, that's all right. Victoria Ortega of Notice made the second team, and Ainsley Johnson of Liberty Charter was an honorable mention selection for the 1A D1 all-tournament team. Uh, there for girls basketball so we put the finishing touches on a great hoop season one champion from the treasure valley at least at the smaller levels timberline also won the 5a title what a fun game that was so uh yeah now we get ready for boys basketball logan and things are heating up just as much in boys district action and again if you're watching the video of this on the idahosports.com youtube channel or facebook page i'm going to share my screen and you can look at the brackets as we put them up on the screen if you're listening audio only idahosports.com or wherever you download your podcasts uh you can also follow along the boys district brackets are right on our homepage, idahosports.com and if i if i'm if i'm not wrong if you look back at girls right we had district two have a champion District three had two. District four had one. Uh, district five had one. I don't think dis- district five had one. Well, districts. So it was no Rockland. Oh, that's right. You're so right. District five had one, and district six had one. So v- a lot of parity this year. Um, district three, the only district to bring home two, and it was the bookends, right? Or it was it, it's. Um, well, we had a, we had a small quote small school in a two A, Coal Valley, and then a big five A Timberline. Um, but other than that, like I love to see it. I love it when it's not one district dominating when it when it is spread spread out around the state, um, like it was for girls. So great results around the state for girls tournament. For sure. All right, let's quickly run through these boys basketball brackets, then duck out of here. So here is the three A uh, Snake River Valley Conference boys district bracket. Number one versus number two, McCall Donnelly going to play Homedale in the district championship game. That will be Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Winner gets to – I mean, they're both going to state. McCall Donnelly and Homedale are both clinched. Uh, number three, Fruitland will play number six, Parma. How about Parma making a little late-season run? Uh, yeah. Those two Yeah, I play- mean, they've been kind of quiet all season. Um, but then all of a sudden with you know, that win against Weezer – a big win there for the Panthers. And now they're a win away from getting a play-in opportunity. Um, of course, they did lose pretty big to Fruitland a couple weeks or earlier on in this tournament uh, last week. But we've seen crazier things happen um, around the state in boys basketball already, um, a la Bear Lake, um, just knocking out West Side and getting to state. You, ju- you just never know. Yeah, and we just saw it up north where the two-seed Bonners Ferry beat the one-seed Kellogg. So so now whoever right. wins this Fruitland-Parma game will have to play the winner of Kellogg-Timberlake in that state play-in game. But congrats to McCall Donnelly. Congrats to Homedale. Both those teams moving on to state, looking really good. And that uh, that Homedale team, I saw them play a couple of times this year um, at the Owyhee tournament. They're, they're good. They're, they're athletic. I think they might be one of the most athletic teams that you will see. A lot of those guys are football players. You know, you've got Hayden Kinchlow, uh, Trenton Fisher out there. You, you've got football player Jackson Dines leading the way. A lot of football players that are just athletic and have been there and know how to win. And that's a dangerous thing in a state tournament. I think is they might not be the best skilled players in terms of basketball skill, but they're athletic and they're tough. And they're they're a team I would. I would not want to be lined up in the first round against Homedale in the first round if I'm anybody. 
Yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough matchup for sure. 2A, uh, the Western Idaho Conference, uh, ch- chalk, right? One versus two for the championship. Number one, Melba. Number two, Ambrose. These games will take place at Hawaii High School. Championship game will be tomorrow night. And then you've also got the third place game, number three, Nampa Christian. Number four, Coal Valley Christian. The winner of that game advances to the state play-in game where they will take on West Side, which now becomes a much more interesting matchup. <laughs> Yeah, all I'll think all season we were harping saying, oh yeah, the Nampa Coal Valley, Nampa Christian, Coal Valley Christian, whoever wins that game should go over and take care of business and get their ticket to state. And now it's like, whoa, it's a whole new ball game. That play-in game will truly be a state tournament game. I think sometimes you might see somebody sneak into that game that you, you just kind of know is, is going to go get beat, but that is going to be a dogfight. Whoever it is, whichever one of those two teams plays West Side. That you know, those three teams are teams that could pull an upset in the first round, uh, no matter who they play. Um, I, I think you're going to see if Cole Valley or Nampa Christian can get in and not play a Melba or Ambrose. I think they 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 might sneak out with a win. Those two teams, they've been hanging. They just have been hanging there, Brandon. I feel like. Um, I mean, Nampa Christian did get Ambrose once. Um, I, I just feel like they're, they're right there. And that if they can put the pieces together in one game, they're going to make some noise in the tournament. If they can get past Westside, whoever it is. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually more intrigued by that Napa Christian Cole Valley game. I think than the Mel the Melba Ambrose game. We've kind of already seen that play out. Both teams moving on to state, no matter what. So I think that Napa Christian Cole Valley game is going to be the one to watch for sure. Oh yeah, way more on the line. Um, I mean, you saw it. You saw Melba and um, Cole Valley Christian play in the girls district championship, and Melba wins, but the result honestly makes no difference because Cole Valley goes and wins. So on this backside, there's a lot on the line right here. There's really nothing on the line in the first game because they've got their eyes on the next prize rather than what's right there. Yeah, and that's a doubleheader at Hawaii High School Thursday night. Consolation final first at six. Championship to follow. 1AD1, our, fa- our favorite league, Logan, the Western Idaho Conference. <laughs> Um, all of the play-in games went according to form. Greenleaf, Friends, Centennial Baptist. First time ever Centennial Baptist is competing at districts, like the actual 18 district bracket. So shout out to the Mustangs. They've had a really nice season. Um, but then in the first round, for the most part, what we expected, number one, Rimrock over number eight, Greenleaf, 58-15. Number two, Victory Charter over number seven, Centennial Baptist, 71-22. Number three, Liberty Charter over number six, North Star, 61-25. And then the one upset, quote-unquote, number five, Notice over number four, Riverstone, 36-26. Now, again, the the third-place team does not get to challenge back for that second bid to state. So, really, you know, Greenleaf's playing Riverstone tonight as we're recording this, Logan. Centennial Baptist is playing North Star. That's nice. But let's focus on that winner side of the bracket because that's where the real juice is. Rimrock notice in one semifinal. Uh, this is Wednesday night as we're recording this. Yeah. Victory, and, then, and then, to me, the big one is Victory Charter, Liberty Charter. Yeah, I don't know. Have you seen a score for that one, Brandon? I mean, it's probably – done by now we're recording this 8 30 i mean you can see it there 8 30 on wednesday night but that one um yeah whoever wins that game punches their ticket to state and and that rimrock notice game probably going on right now but uh you gotta like rimrock in that one i i think that that they'll fight through but we'll see what happens in that victory charter liberty charter game and see who gets that ticket to state yeah, and like we talked about, that that league was wide open this year. 
Uh, that's for sure. Uh, I'll try to hunt those scores down, see if we can't get some live. I'm, I'm, I'm fumbling around seeing if I can find it. I don't see anything yet, though. But. Yeah, okay. Well, tell me a little bit about, let's move to the 1-8-D-2s in the long pin conference where, again, uh, number one council comes in as the favorite. They defeat number four Cascade. They're in the championship. I, I, Horseshoe Bend, I talked about, was a sneaky team. They beat yep. Garden Valley late in the regular season. Still got the three seed. Nipped Garden Valley 61-57. to So now council and Horseshoe Bend playing Thursday night for the district championship winner gets to go to state. You've got Cascade. Meanwhile, taking on Garden Valley Wolverine season on the line in a loser at game uh, tomorrow night as well. And if Garden Valley wins that, then they have to play council or horseshoe bend against and to get that second spot to state. So whoever gets that second bid is definitely going to earn it. Yeah, I think Garden Valley will, I think they'll pull out the win against Cascade. And, you know, it's interesting coming into the year, people were very high on Cascade. I think even some places had them, a lot of people pick them to finish first or be fighting for that first position, but Council um, really ran away with the conference this year, and I think uh, the Lumberjacks will take it tomorrow night and win that game against Horseshoe Bend, and then you'll see that rematch. The Garden Valley Horseshoe Bend was at number four, um, round four between those two, and the first one, uh, a four-point game last week, or the first district game, a four-point game. So really, I think Garden Valley's come a long way this season. They had to replace a lot of people on that team, a lot of good production. I mean, Kobe Kelly is doing really well um, at Walla Walla right now. Um, so you didn't just lose good players. You lost good college athletes that are playing well in college. Um, and, and they've done a good job, clearly, in the, in the season so far. And we'll see if it maybe pays off with a trip to state, which I don't know if anybody saw that coming from Garden Valley. But like you said, Brandon, Horseshoe Ben has been just kind of sneaking around and puts in a big punch in that first round game after having to play a quote playing game against Salmon River to get to Garden Valley, who had a bye. But I don't know. We'll see what happens that game on the 25th to see who gets that final ticket to state. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it looks like if I'm reading this correctly, Logan. It looks like Liberty Charter beat Victory Charter 53 to 46. It's always hard to tell when we get to the tournaments because it's, um, I don't know, it's not always clear which team's home and away on the Home and away, right. But, and then it looks like currently uh, the other game is still going on, the second semifinal, Rimrock and Notice. But it looked like, it looked like Rimrock was winning that game. So, got it. Could be, could be Rimrock Liberty Charter possibly. Okay, so Liberty Charter looking to make it uh, double boys and girls punching tickets to state this year. Boy, how how wild is that? The always unpredictable. Yeah, uh, Rimrock has the game well in hand uh, as we are recording this. So, all right, there you go. Uh, Rimrock. Yeah, you can uh, beat that. Live updates. Live <laughs> updates. It's funny because most people are going to listen to this tomorrow morning. I feel so. like, duh, <laughs> we all know that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that's our that's our whip around look at girls and boys basketball. You might be thinking, hey, what about wrestling? New Pl here. Okay, real quick, shout out to New Plymouth because they are probably something would really have to go wrong for New Plymouth not to win the 2A state wrestling championship. And they've got two wrestlers that will be uh angling for the exclusive four-time state champion club as well joel campbell and kyle rice both of new plymouth if they win individual titles this weekend at holt arena in pocatello they will become the newest members of the four-time state champ club which is totally awesome um 
you might be thinking, how come you guys didn't talk about wrestling more? Well, we just recorded earlier tonight our live state wrestling preview, and I broke it all down with Brian Zollinger. We took live questions uh, from the fans, so that will be appearing in your podcast feed as well, or you can view that on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Twitter account also. So that's where all your state wrestling action is going to be at. And then also uh, Thursday morning, we'll have a huge state wrestling preview. Al Fontes, uh, one of our contributing writers, is putting that together. He's going to do a state wrestling recap also. So all your wrestling coverage will be right on the homepage at IdahoSports.com. So, yeah. Can't beat that. Um, you know, the, the coverage that Idaho sports has is, is second to none. We were at every single state tournament basketball game for girls, every single game. Um, and then the coverage for wrestling and we'll be at every single boys game. Uh, it's just an exciting time. It's busy, uh, but it's definitely exciting. Um, and then I think, I don't know, Brandon, are we doing a, a preview show for boys basketball next week as well? If you liked the girls one, be sure to check that. It was a lot of fun. It was great. Um, fun to, to listen to all the broadcasters' point of views. Me and Brandon discussed the 181 tournament for a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so be sure to check that out next week in lieu of this recording. Yep, for sure. All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. My dogs are in a frenzy because my wife just got home from work. I'm sure everybody can hear that. That's a lot of fun. So uh, I'm going to duck out. Uh, thank you, Logan, as always, for joining us. Uh, for Logan Green, I'm Brandon Bainey, and we'll see you next time on the Treasure Valley PrepCast, IdahoSports.com.